Crooklands Radio believes your health matters. Of course, what I meant to say there was, I hope you're all having a lovely day, not all listening in. Okay, I'm here today with Julia Philpott. Good afternoon, Julia. Hi, Jill. I've got Julia, who runs um, a parent coaching company. Julia, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into that. So I started working life in uh, Ford Motor Company as a graduate management trainee, and I have a background in um, executive development through Ford, Virgin Atlantic, um, Tiger Beer UK. And about 10 years ago, I qualified as uh, an executive coach. So I work one-to-one with senior managers and directors, helping them to Uh, be the best that they can be and I've specialised in particular in resilience and self-confidence and have now broadened that out to uh, work also with parents and their children. Fantastic. Well, all of us who are parents know how sometimes we'd love to know a bit more or are we doing something right? We have all these doubts in ourselves sometimes as as a parent, which let's face it, is one of the most important jobs you'll get in your life. And most of us don't have any training to do it. Um, so tell us a little bit about your toolkit for raising resilient children. Well, how it came about, I obviously had this um, successful career in management before I had my children, who are now 14 and 12. And these two small beings came along and I suddenly thought, oh, my goodness, this is the most difficult job I've ever done in my life. <coughs> there are... There seem to be so many pressures on on children and Mm. their parents and we just wanted to do our best for them to help them to cope with whatever life chucks at them. Um, So I read a lot of parenting books um, and along the way I also completed a degree in psychology and I sort of combined all of that together with my experience as a qualified coach and used those tools and techniques to help raise my own children Mm -hmm. and thought... I'm sure there must be other parents out there who might find this helpful mm. um, and perhaps don't have the time to do the reading and, and don't have the background that I have. So I designed a half-day workshop, um, called it a toolkit for raising resilient children because it is very practical, um, and approached Downsend School, which is the school my son goes to. The head teacher there was very supportive, ran a pilot, um, was really well received and it's now a regular fixture in their termly calendar and I'm now working with several other schools to, to run it to run it with them as well. Mm. So um, I could tell you a bit more about the actual yeah, content. Yeah, no, absolutely, because I think you're, the, the thing about time is, is, is spot on. So many parents today, both parents are working, they don't have the time really to... I say don't have time to read parenting books. I think we can all find the time to do that if we really wanted to. But it's you, sometimes you're under that pressure and you don't actually have the time to to, to really focus on doing something else. So yeah, I'd love to hear more about about some of the tools and. So um, it's a four-hour workshop. I run it uh, typically in the morning. I'm more of a morning person, so mm-hmm. that works for me. Um, and a lot of it is what I cover is based on the ideas of Professor Martin Seligman, who is the sort of founder of the positive psychology movement. And he believes that we can immunize our children against future mental health problems by helping them to learn positive habits in childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, around resilience so we have these I cover these four key dimensions of resilience which are emotional mental physical and social so um, 
the emotional resilience is around, you know, when your child is having a meltdown or a tantrum or is sad and disappointed, what can we as parents do to help them through that and also have interactions with them that will enable the children to learn the habits themselves Mm -hmm. so that in later life when the parents aren't around... They know what to do. That doesn't mean to say that they're never going to have any tantrums again. I'm afraid no. I can't promise that. <laughs> um, but it's about how can we get children through those more quickly, more positively, and come out the other end having learned and feeling good about themselves mm-hmm. uh, and see it as a positive experience. Um, the mental resilience is around managing self-talk, how we stop ourselves saying negative things in our heads and help us to say more positive things. Mm-hmm. Um when we talk about physical resilience, there's been a lot of research to show that just adjusting your body position and the way you're sitting or standing can actually make a difference to how you feel. Yeah. Um, so something as simple as that, you know, I've had feedback from parents who said it really, really worked. Yeah. And then Tony finally, Robbins, sorry to interrupt yes. you, Tony Robbins talks about that a lot, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. That actually, yeah. if you put yourself in a, in a, you know, hunch your shoulders, talk slowly and quietly, you're going to feel depressed. Yeah. If you put your shoulders back and you put your head up and yeah. you just have a bit more of a singy voice, you can't feel depressed. You yeah. have to feel happier. Yeah. So I think that's a really, really valuable point and it actually has a hormonal effect you know they've done yes. tests saliva tests to show that it actually changes the yeah. hormonal um, balance um so yeah you know everybody should know this stuff you yeah know? and that's what should. i want to do i want to you know help parents to, to to have these these tools that they can use literally on a daily d- basis yeah. because the, the beauty of children is that they give you the opportunity to practice yes. <laughs> every single day <laughs> yes um <laughs> So, yeah, so, and, the, and finally, the social element, so we talk about um, steps for problem solving and um, both with, within the home so that children can then use those techniques in the playground yeah. or, you know, as they grow up. Um, so there's a lot of professional input from me, but it's, it's very interactive. Mm. You know, there's um, lots of discussion, sharing ideas, and that, that's one of the things I love about it. Every single time I run the workshop, I learn something because parents can be really creative if you give them the opportunity to just have a bit of space to talk through some of the issues and discuss some ideas, share some ideas. Um, So uh, the subject matter is obviously very serious, but we have, we have a lot of laughs. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. And I think, um, it's nice when you get together with a group of parents. I did a couple of parenting courses when my children were younger because you then realise actually you're not unusual. Your children are not unusual. And everybody's children throw tantrums, sulk. What, what sort of ages is this aimed at? What, this is aged at, uh, aimed at um, primary okay. school aged children um, yeah. because it, it is about uh, generating those habits yeah. as early as you can. I mean, even younger than that. Yeah. Um, I started using a lot of these tools and techniques when my son was only two and a half, yeah. three. Um, and yeah, I mean, as we know from psychology, habits that are made when we're young stick. Yes. They really stick and yeah. often they can be negative habits. So why not make them positive yes. habits? Yeah. I, I think lots of the things I learned when I um, when I did parenting courses worked really well on my son who's my eldest but not so well on my daughter mm, yeah um, which uh, I don't know why the, the dynamics must have been slightly different and we can talk about that you know and that will happen with parents on workshops and and that yeah. again as you say is the beauty of having other people there because mm. they might say oh yes I found that with my children what I tried was yes you know? um, and I guess that's my 
skills and experience as a facilitator that mm-hmm. I can draw that out. It's not all about them listening to me. Yes. It's about how they share ideas within that space as yeah. well and mm-hmm. making it a safe space. I have had a couple of parents say, oh, you know, it, it, isn't it a bit awkward talking about your children, you know, and that, that, doesn't it mean that you're a bad parent if you have to be on this course? And I say, no way, you know, the fact that you're on the course tells me that you're a fabulous That's parent right. because you care enough to come along and to learn how to do things better. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I share that and, and I do encourage people to share. And once they realise that, like you say, they are all in the same boat, um, you have some fabulous ideas coming out. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Um, okay, tell us how people can get hold of you and find out more about your workshop. Well, they can um, get hold of me and learn more at my website, which is jpparentcoaching.co.uk. Um, currently, I run the workshops in partnership with schools for the parent mm-hmm. community of a school. So if you wanted to put me in touch with someone in your school, that would be fabulous. But I have now had such a lot of demand outside of the school communities that I'm running an open workshop um, on Saturday, the 23rd of September at the Leatherhead Institute in Leatherhead. And um, you can find out more about that on the website. Um, Contact me via the website and you can also book directly online on the website. So that's uh, jpparentcoaching.co.uk. That's brilliant. Julia, thank you so much for coming and talk to us today. Thanks very much, Jill. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.